Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're listening to the This Life Podcast with Dr. Drew Pinsky and me, Mike Catherwood. That's right. We're doing it this time. So check it out. Thanks for listening. You live. Oh, people love You Live. Everyone, this is, uh, of course, This Live with Dr. Drew, a special You Live podcast. Uh, say, <laughs> Mike Catherwood, of course, uh. my co-host. He is my por- partner on KBC 790 AM Midday Live Show. You can uh, tune in to us 12 to 3 Pacific time. I'll just go look at the podcast on uh, KBC 790 AM's website. It's kbcradio.com, is it? Or sure. Yeah, something. Anyway. I believe it's uh, it's goatsy.com. It's actually and yeah, specialfriedrice.net. Check us out. We tend to be hooked to the news of the day. It's a good, it's a good radio, radio show. We enjoy it, and uh, we'd appreciate it if you guys would support it. And uh, Mike and I have a new concept about future shows, uh, something he and I have been talking about for a long time, the Swole Patrol. Very long time. The Swole Patrol? Swole Patrol, one day we will we'll bring to you, but as a sort of this – is the, This is the Swole Patrol sla- sapling stage – episode right now really this is like uh, the yeah this is right this what, is the, this is the the primordial swole patrol podcast and what better way to get it started but with Vinny tortorich yeah Vinny, welcome buddy thanks for having me guys yeah man oh i'm getting kind of a rudy clap here <laughs> swole patrol meaning like bro science stuff we're going to just talk about getting big well this is this is where getting I, huge bro this was my idea is that it, you know i'm i'm a big fan of uh fitness based podcasts M- mike is an insane and, yeah, yeah, I mean, I really, I do have. A, it's not just a matter of like, hey, I like lifting weights and protein shakes. Which I, is true. I really do love like the not the. I have a genuine curiosity for knowledge right. of all aspects of even stuff like uh, endurance sports. I've never, you know, I've never run more than a mile in my life, but I like to, you know, really get geeky about it. But what I've noticed, you've never run more than a mile in your life. Probably I have. Wow, I ran six miles this morning. Yeah, don't do that. Stop doing that. No, no, no. It, don't he, don't you love how he worked that in? Vin, wait, no, yeah. I want two things. <laughs> I want to work in. One is that Vinny's the one that convinced me to start running. You said <laughs> yeah, it's good for old guys. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about yeah, but that. Here's yet. the problem. Drew will Drew will screw it up because Drew will either go way below his lactate threshold and way above his aerobic, like his aerobic levels. So he's going to be in that weird zone. Where Drew just gets sore knees and no 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 on the contrary on the contrary well tell us Drew what are you doing I feel like I I I train I'm easy on myself I just sort of feel like it's sort of it's some sort of a conditioning phenomenon that I think I need as an older well I guess from a therapeutic aspect but but occasionally I'll kick in and do long runs and it just it feels very comfortable I don't I don't kill myself I don't I don't walk away with anything sore it's I'm I'm right in a very sort of 
I feel yes. I had a strange experience there when I was running. I thought to myself, "Oh, this is why humans survived in the savannah because I just feel like I could go all day like this." Well, we can't. Yeah, we're very, that's, that's we're pretty very great, well conditioned. It's a great for feeling. Endurance. It's a great feeling. And so I figure I'm right in the right zone. I should be in, right? Am I, Vinny? Am I? Yeah. Well, you want to be in zone two, and uh, you're right. We were conditioned. It's how we survived as 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 species, man, yeah. as a species, uh, because we can sweat. We're an animal that sweats. So uh, we can which, regulate our temperature, right? And uh, if you stay in zone two, meaning Which meaning, yeah, go ahead. If you have four zones, right? Uh, zone one is is uh, anything from you know basic heart rate up to sixty nine percent. Zone two is seventy to seventy nine percent. Zone three is eighty to eighty nine, and then zone four is ninety and above. And I got to say, when I'm in zone three plus four, I feel terrible. Yeah, everyone age. does because yeah. at any age, it's going to yeah. hurt. Lance Armstrong uh, famously said, "It doesn't matter how much shape I get in when I'm going uphill." It all hurts the same, and right. it's very true. You know, zone four is going to hurt no matter what. Zone two, you're basically not burning any of your, your blood glycogen. You're burning only fat, and as long as you're taking fat in, or if you have any uh, uh, adipose fat, you, you're going to work on that. And uh, so it's good to lose weight, even though I always say exercise is a poor way to lose weight. Sure. He, here's a way where you, you can right. actually use some of that adipose now, now, tissue. I feel like you will the, not. The, the thing is, is though, especially a guy like you, a type A guy like you. Who, who are you and talking about? You, Dr. You. Drew. Right. And this is how I know that because even fat piles of shit uh, <laughs> constantly do this, is that you gro- grossly overestimate how low you have to go to stay in zone two. I, oh, mean, I go I, – I, I crawl. Yeah, your heart. I, I I'm really, saying you should monitor your heart rate because it very a guy like you, right, like someone who is as I like I better be, I better get going. You, you, really, it's somebody, crazy. Somebody is you're fifty nine next couple of weeks. Okay. Next week. Okay, two weeks. Your uh, zone two heart rate is probably way lower than you think it is. Like, trust me. Probably like ninety ish. Okay, ninety five. I mean, I would say no, one ten. No, but yeah. uh, there's, there's actually there's a way you can figure it out without going and getting a lactic threshold test. Uh, take your age. I, minus. I can, but I can feel it. I can tell. What yeah, I'm but in that's that what zone. you're saying. No, I'm hey, telling no, you, but I'm going to get, but I'm going to get a wrist thing. You I'm cannot. Get, I'm, you will I'm getting, Somebody's sending me a friend of mine. Thanks, Sarah. Sending me a, a, a monitor, a new kind of monitor, and I'm going to use it. So, but go okay, ahead, no, use it. But the best way to figure it out is you take one eighty minus your age. Uh, since you're already fit, you can do a plus five on that. So let's do you. you you're 59 years old. Let's say, just say 60 for the sake of you – know, All right, up. 60. So, plus you know, five. So right, 125. So 125, so 125 one. puts you right in the middle of your zone two. Uh, if you are broke and you don't have a heart rate monitor but you still want to run, do it the old Indian style, American Indian style. Close I, your mouth and breathe through I, your nose I, and I, I will running. Say, which, by the way, is, we, we don't do enough of – there's a whole thing about nose breathing. Oh, yeah. We can get into that. But, yeah. But um, – I think my rate's probably lower than that. I, I think more comfortable. You can for me. be yeah. lower than that, Drew. Yeah. You can. Um, that's that's what I think. It's very important. Listen to what Vinny's saying here. Is that there is this assumption that when people they're like, I got to get it done all by tomorrow, and there's a lack of patience and an understanding that if you want to st- if you want to be burning fat for fuel, yeah. adipose tissue or a dietary yeah. fat. Yeah. I mean, you got to stay below that zone. Yes. And going like, well, I'll just I'll sprint up this hill. It'll no. make it all the no, much no, better. No, no, no. no. I, what I think to myself is. I got to deal with this hill. I'm going to go extra slow so I can keep this thing going for and a while. And you may have to That's walk. The, uh, the great, yeah, I walk a little bit. I do. Uh, you, you can walk a lot. The yeah. great Mark Allen, who uh, ESPN called him the greatest aerobic athlete of all time, and they said his record may never be broken. Mark Allen won seven Ironman competitions after coming in second for six in a row. Now, think about that. Most people in that sport burn out 
within a couple of years. Sure. Mark Allen went 12, 13 years, came in second. And then when he started coming in first, all he did was went slower in training to where he would have to walk up hills. Think about that. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense it's to me. It's crazy. Yeah, but, no, no. but I want to keep nailing I still want to lift home. heavy weights, though, too, on top that, of that. That's fine. You that's can do thing. all the anaerobic stuff you yeah, want. Yeah. It really doesn't affect well, it. It does because my joints are all screwed up. But but it's it's also essential that if you're go- – especially someone in good shape like you. Now, here's a, another big mistake that I always like to – Hang on. Before, uh, before you go to the big mistake, what? what? Go ahead. No, I just want to promote the make make call us call us about any topics you want. You don't have to. This, uh, we got Facebook calls. Live okay, we got good, good calls. Okay, but but we we can talk about all kinds of topics. You know, Vinny's here, of course. So we're getting deep into the geek. Mike yes. and I with the Swole Patrol ideas. But but <laughs> I want but, to come on to that show. But by you, the way. Oh, you we will, will trust me. Oh, yeah. this is the beginning of that because oh. I know that stuff. You know, I, know I started you know. off there. I, I know that I wasn't always this guy. I was that guy first. No, I know that. That's but go I on. I know you have it. Go ahead. The world of the world of bodybuilding is very. It's very easy to make fun of, but. Almost all cutting-edge science and nutrition and fitness comes from the world of bodybuilding because they are the guys who are daring enough to take themselves to be the lab rats. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they really push the envelope further than anyone. And daring. A lot of times the scientific world has to catch up. But what I was saying is that oh, the biggest oh, – Oh, very much so. Yeah. I can remember – listen, I remember the day and age – you probably remember this too – when steroids didn't improve strength. They literally said, oh, steroids have nothing to do with yeah, strength they, or they size have, or muscle size. Right. Nothing. Nothing yeah. at all. Yeah. And the bodybuilders are like, yeah, yeah, nothing. Uh-huh. And the ketogenic- <laughs> yeah, yeah the, I'm not taking steroids. No, the, application, <laughs> the application of ketogenic diets and cyclical ketogenic diets outside of a hospital came from, from the bodybuilding. Old guys like uh, like uh, what, Vince, uh, Vince hey, Deronda was the first Bill, guy to really think Bill, about doing Bill that. Bill Pearl. Yeah. Bill yeah. Pearl. We go back per- way further Personally advised me yeah. about that. Yeah. I was, uh, the Pasadena Prince, Pass- Bill Pearl. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is one of the hugest mistakes a lot of people make is that they're a giant fat ass, <laughs> and they start to look at Lance Armstrong as a, as a guide of how they should gear their fitness. Or no, no, no. they're competing in the CrossFit games, and then they start to apply something they heard on the doctors for their fit. And the truth is is that the reality of most all of us come right in, in the middle, and that what you see, you know, if you hear that a professional NHL hockey player has to eat seven times a day to keep yeah. his blood glucose up, no. it doesn't apply to someone no. who goes to work yeah. and sits on their fat ass. Not, not only that, but you, you think a lot about younger man's kind of training. I was thinking about you when I was running. I thought you and all that, that deadlifting and stuff, I, I can't do that anymore. I'd no, love but, to be able but to. I, I listen, the majority of what I do now, honestly, everything I do is geared towards sustainability. I, I, if I can if I can have- Not, not deadlifting 400 pounds. I'm sorry. No well, first way. off, I know, deadlifting I know, 500 pounds. I know, deadlifting I, 400 pounds would be a warm-up. I, I know, deadlifting I, 500 I, pounds I, is I know not you're doing it anymore. perfectly. I know you're doing it but perfectly. But I don't do it anymore. Right. I don't really do I mean, I know that, that there's, a, there's, a, there's a law of diminishing returns. Unless, unless I'm going to be- a, a competitive athlete, yeah, which right. I'm not, right. which most everyone listening is not. Right. Uh, it's a law of diminishing returns. Is it important, I think, for age prevent, uh, for anti-aging and for, for bone density to lift heavy weights? Yes, I think it is. Is it important to deadlift 500-plus p- pounds? Probably not. And it's probably more okay. hurtful we'll, than it we'll is helpful. I, but I'm withdrew on that. I know you got to get to some. I'm withdrew on that because you know, uh, you know, growing up and playing college ball, we did a lot of perfect – yeah. You know, uh, deadlifting and right. all that. And he does it perfectly. I know. I've and seen and his, no I've matter seen how perfect you do it, there comes a day. Yeah, there's still, there 500 comes pounds, day there's still 500 pounds. When it becomes 400 and then 300, then sure. you, you go, oh, I'm just going to take the day off well, on that. I wonder what the law of diminishing returns is. I mean, I wonder what that oh. middle, that, that really good kind of middle ground well, is where it all can right. be sustainable right. for someone, a regular person to do for a, in a healthy way for a long period of time without harming you. Because, I mean, I look, I've... 
My knees are all jacked. My shoulders hurting. My lower back is killing me. Are you? Is that you trying to build the case for doing this? You're 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 undermining your case actively. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm undermining my case. Meaning, I know that there's there's got to be a place where. Yes, I enjoy it, and for me personally, I get a high out of it. But yeah, right. I know it's not it's not sustainable. I'm not going to be deadlifting heavy and squatting uh, ass to grass but, but at you, 60 but years you old. you both have talked about lifting heavy weights is still an important thing and you it should is. still be able to it do it. It's the right? only way to keep hypertrophy yeah, going right. but you have to protect your back because you a year ago you, you were sitting we were doing a podcast and Drew was like this. It was my neck holding or something. The mic up. And I was like Drew what the hell? And he goes I'm doing heavy squats. I was like you got to warm up into it, and you can't go as heavy as you use. We're not young anymore. Oh, heavy. But heavy for me is a 225. Yeah, you but know, st- like, I, I know. You see, we laugh yeah. at it because, you know, yeah, you know, we were all there at one yeah, time. Yeah. But 225 is still 225. All right. All right. I want you to tell this Hydrolyte story because it's a okay. very compelling story about our, our, our um, sponsor, Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte is a great product, and because I've been doing this podcast with Dr. Drew recently, uh, I had myself a couple tubes of it. And I decided to take it to the wedding that we, we went to. We were to all at a wedding. We were all at a wedding. First lady, love was there. You will have the wife was there. Yes. Jason Ellis got married. We had a great time. And it was an outdoor wedding, and it's here summer in L.A. So I at figured, the Houdini Mansion. Crazy, it's pretty crazy. Sweet. Yeah. Said I'm going to take me some Hydrolite just in case. And it was hot as hell. It was. Yeah. And I was wearing a full suit, and yeah. I thought to myself, I'm going to need this. Yeah. I need some extra electricity. And then Jason went, hey, let's go hike up the top of the hill and take a bro picture. So, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> – We went into mountain lion territory, five, 20 guys. So right. I'm uh, wearing a full suit. I'm also really, really carb depleted, so I know that I'm going to need extra electrolytes. Oh, interesting. So I said, I'm going to take me some hydrolyte. So I get there, and I realize that my Mexican honey glaze is protecting me from the sun because <laughs> I was put on this earth to be out hunting – uh, lizards in in Cuernavaca, and but then the great Dave the Voice Boyce from Vancouver, Canada is there, and he's looking like he is going to die tomorrow from uh, from heat yeah. exhaustion. Yeah. He's like, I can't drink enough water. I don't know what's going on. What is this all about? And <laughs> I said, You know what, buddy? I got your back. Walked over, got a bottle of water from the bartender. Perfect. Popped in some hydrolite. Kept Dave the Voice Boyce going. Yeah. Did you, did, Saved right. his life. Did you convert him to using this more regularly? I mean, he should know what that was. because I, I, I made him aware. God, these are good products. It is. It's a fantastic electrolyte product, and I support it. Do you know it what fully. it is? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's an electrolyte. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's they, too much they use crappy stevia or something like that. They have one with stevia, but but more importantly, it's it's they're it's designed to be equivalent to IV fluids. Here it is. Oh, perfect. So yeah, and you put oh, here it we in, go. Yeah, pop so. it in a little water. Hold it up to the camera. Effervescent. Yeah, effervescent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I and I had and Vinny. I had conceived of that a couple of years ago, and then these guys arrived from Australia. I was like, oh, there it is. And then somebody got. Oh, it. Could right. have, you could have been rich. Drew. I know. I know. Well, I I actually started working like on Corolla. I started working on it with Corolla drinks, and we could never really. Yeah, get him to do it. Well, yeah. I came up with the greatest idea. Well, anyway, hydrolite, hydrolite. Anyway, yeah, right, right. Thank, appreciate <laughs> yeah, this. Guy. By the way, thirty percent off today. Uh, use the code Doctor Drew W H. Excuse me, W. It looks like that. Doctor Drew H Y yeah. for hydrolite. D R D R W H Y. Um, or Drew Y. <laughs> here. Yeah, no, That's H-Y. Like. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, H-Y. Y. Doctor Drew H Y. Dre Dre Y. Doctor Dre Y. Um. So, Drew and I came up with the idea for the greatest fat burning product, but. Oh, yeah. We can't seem to get around to doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So tell Vinny. Uh, Yeah, I'm all there. Yeah, yeah. There's such a negative connotation to nicotine because it is in cigarettes. And and caffeine, too, to some extent. It's it's a stimulant. There's nothing wrong with nicotine. But nicotine outside of tobacco. I had a fight with a – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a fight with a cardiologist about this. She literally said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I go, 
I go, nicotine's fine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, wh- by the way, conclusive and ample scientific proof that exclusive from tobacco products, yeah, nicotine is a perfectly innocuous tobacco's product. Tobacco's horrible. Tobacco's right. horrible. Nicotine, no problem. But nicotine yeah. is a very effective fat burner, and it's not an alpha, beta 2 antagonist like a, like an ephedrine or something like this. No. It, and it really is effective at helping to boost your metabolic rate. I say, Dr. Drew and I get some green tea, some nicotine, put it together with some caffeine and a pill. Yeah. That was, and, our, that uh, was our plan, or a powder or something. Right? Yeah. And you couldn't get Corolla to go with that? No, there's a, such a ne- we just we couldn't get around to it. Number one, but number two, there's such issues. negative feelings yeah, around nicotine. not feelings and my legalities and stuff mm. around nicotine. You almost can't get why it it's not a controlled I, I, substance. I, I, I don't it? know. I, I I couldn't really figure it I out. I honestly think because the tobacco industry is such a negative force that people right. just associate nicotine. Well, to let, that. let's ask this: Why don't bodybuilders? Maybe they do. They use do. nicotine, nicotine gum. and stuff. Nicotine gum. Right? Yeah. You, you go to Gold's Gym Venice. Now the question: and There's a bunch of empty nicotine right. all over so, the. So the question is though: Can you string somebody out on nicotine and have some deleterious, conf- you know, where they get panic or other things or sleep problems from stringing them out on it too much? I mean, there's probably, probably a way to use. Yeah. There's probably a way to use it. But so just getting over the. You're humps right. Of, uh, it, it's going to keep you up at night and stuff. But yeah. so wouldn't caffeine. I mean, like, is it? Not really. It Caffeine on, doesn't work exactly the same way. Oh, it's very different. Yeah. yeah it's they, a de-repressor. Yeah. But my point is, is you could string yourself out on caffeine. Some people. But my, but, like but I, either I way, to, it, that's on the market. Well, we used to do, I know. You know. When we used to do Love Line, I would, uh, and you're right, it does cause panic too. But uh, Love Line, I would drink three cups of coffee during the show between yeah. 10 and midnight, go home and go to sleep. And go to sleep. No yeah, problem. I'm the same way. As yeah. a matter of fact, uh, we've been studying caffeine a lot because uh, Pure Vitamin Club is now starting a new company, Pure Coffee Club, which is coming Ooh, out in a few nice. months. So. Nice, man. I'll have to come back, Susan, and please. Uh, on the Swole Patrol. Uh, give yeah, uh, give uh, yeah. Pure Vitamin Club. Well, you know, I'm not sure we've actually explained who Vinny is in full detail. Go ahead. Tell, yeah. tell you a quick story who you are. And I'm Vinny. Uh, Vinny. Yeah, I, um, I've been a trainer for 35, 36 years um, out of Tulane University. And uh, he's been wor- big, worked you, in you, Hollywood for years with Big in the Corolla Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm at Corolla every two weeks. And I started podcasts uh, six years ago in order to sell a book that I had written, Fitness Confidential. And the book became a big deal, much to my surprise. And uh, then I looked around and went, why should I even stop the podcast? So I just kept the podcast going, and it's grown. And once I was on Corolla, it popped again. And within that, I took all of my book money and did something I always wanted to do. I wanted to make the world's best vitamins and then mm. sell them at the world's lowest price. So I created purevitaminclub.com against you know, every businessman I spoke to said, you're going to just lose your ass. You're, you're done. Or, you, you might as well just take your money and burn it. And why is that? Because it's such a flooded because market? Because it's so hard to get in mm. and this and that. So, but I didn't try to go up against GNC or Kirkland or anyone else. I just started selling them on VinnyTartarich.com, on, on the Fitness po- uh, Confidential Podcast. And the company grew and grew and grew. Now we're moving into Europe and we're moving here and we're moving there. So kind of like Corolla... I'm starting my own little tiny empire within what I can do, and it seems to work. And I'm I'm a big fan of coffee. I've been drinking coffee since I'm four. <laughs> and people would say, "Oh my God, coffee, caffeine!" So no, it, I, even back in the '80s, I used to say to doctors, "You know, coffee is good," and they would go, "No, it's not." Well, tell me why why it's bad, and they would go, "I, I can't." Because yeah. we didn't know. Yeah, it, yeah because no concern. one knew. They no just knew worry. that coffee yeah. would, you know. But coffee is an antioxidant, and coffee is a stimulant, and coffee makes you feel good. And there's not, it, you take water out of the equation, coffee is the number one drink in the world. By the way, and let me say this all before uh, the hippie broads get here. Uh, and 
infinitely more <laughs> antioxidant uh, power to coffee than green tea, but because it comes from the east, yeah, yeah. people are like, oh, it's got to drink your green right. tea. Yeah, that's why we're putting a- the green tea in with our product. No, 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 no. ECGG, that's different. That's a whole. Uh, that yeah. actually does have metabol. I'm just saying, like, yeah. people are always like, oh, how I'm not going to go to Denny's and get a cup of coffee. That's right. unhealthy. I have yeah. to go get my no, I know my matcha from. Hey, explain what ECGG is. It's a constituent from green tea that uh, helps with metabolic function. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, go ahead, Vinny. But the reason green tea got popular was because they're picking young tea before it gets black, and it had more caffeine. So, the, you know, caffeine is not a bad thing. Right. And uh, so, anyway, I was talking about uh, who I am, but then I, I meandered off into pure vitamin club. And All right. Let's get, a, let's get some calls in, shall we? All right. Yeah. yeah. Do, this do we need is... a break at any point? Yes. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll, we'll, get, we'll take a little break. Uh, thank you, all of you, on Facebook. Uh, first day of- <laughs> Whoop, are we still on? Yes. <laughs> First Lady of Love will give me some uh, the, some of your comments, what you've been saying on Facebook Live, and we'll happily take your calls as well. Be right back after the break. Hi, Dwight. Of course, you've heard me rave about these guys. It's a product that I actually wanted to develop myself. I, I conceived of this. I knew it was needed. It was already in Australia, and now it is here. It works. The feedback is unanimous. Even though it's great to use, though, when you're sick or dehydrated, you can use it every day, especially now that the weather is changing. It's hot. So whether you're exercising or maybe you've got seasonal allergies or you drank too much or you got vomiting or diarrhea, whatever it might be, you can reduce fatigue and keep feeling healthy as well. Once you've started feeling dehydrated, sometimes a little too late. So you want to stay hydrated. And rapid rehydration, if you do get dehydrated, requires a proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. And nothing provides it like hydrolyte. I'm telling you, it's the same as an IV fluid via your mouth, via your enteral system. It's based on established, proven science, quite simply the best rehydration product out there. It comes in great flavors. They have those fizzy tablets. Also, they have a powder and a premix drink. Compared to other sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow directions. All right, you can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon or click through at drdrew.com. And for more information, visit Hydrolyte.com. That is Hydrolyte, H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E, Hydrolyte.com. We are back, and those are our friends at Hydrolite, of course. Uh, First Lady of Love, what do you got there on the Facebook Live feed? Hold on. Okay. Vinny Tortorich, our guest. Thank you. Everyone. We have people that love Vinny, obviously. Swole Patrol, um, Mike Catherwood. Uh, check us out on uh, Midday Live. Take okay, KBC. why is grass-fed butter good? Grass-fed butter. In comparison to what? Yeah. Say regular butter. Why is it good? I, I, I hear because it has more conjugate, conjugated linoleic acid, which is a, a type of fat. MCT. And it can have more natural uh, – no, it has zero MCT. Yeah, oh, it does? MCT. I thought it was yeah, MCT. There's it's no medium Oh, I thought it's a MCT also. Okay, That's in coconut oil. That yeah, is yeah, the yeah. big – but uh, grass-fed butter supposedly has more natural omega-3s, natural CLA. I, I'm like – if you're going to spend the money on butter, if you're already at Whole Foods, you're going to get butter, yeah. go ahead and get grass-fed butter. Don't go out of your way to spend whatever extra money you have on grass-fed butter. I'm, I think that's a lot of it. Mike is absolutely right. And just to add to that, people think, you know, because a lot of people out there want to be healthy and they can't afford things like grass-fed butter and yeah. grass-fed beef. And, yeah, well, just just the, the money, yeah. you know, and they look no, at it and go, well, time. you have to go get the vegetables and get the But everyone's going to go get. Mm. But, you know, people say to me all the time, I can't afford to be healthy. And it's like, that's not true. You can have non-grass-fed beef and you can have non-grass-fed butter. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's it's that much better. Is it worth the cost? I'm still out to lunch on that. I love it. I use it, but, not sure. you know. Yeah, the, the difference between I'm getting grass-fed sirloin and broccoli should not be either I'm getting that 
or I'm getting fast food. How about between a grass – no, a, yeah, like a grass-fed beef and like a bison or something? Is that I would go with the I go with the beef because it's going to have more fat. And by the way, that's another reason to have grain-fed or grass-fed with grain-finished beef because you're going to get more marbling in the fat. Which just tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes better. It is better. It's good all the way around. I and let, By the way, unless you like – Game meat. A lot of people don't like the taste of it. And Bison's it's, uh, good. I enjoy it, but but yeah. some people don't. And if okay. it, people are always like, I don't like fish. I don't like lamb. I go, so don't eat it. Eat chicken. But yeah. eat whatever you have to eat yeah. to maintain that By the way, diet. that chicken yeah. yesterday at Jason's was really good. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was. You <laughs> Hardly so relevant, but thank you. I wasn't invited. <laughs> Just, <laughs> go ahead. What else you got there? Anything on Facebook? Oh, uh, have you seen What the Health on Netflix? What oh, is your God. opinion on the oh, film? Oh, Jesus. Okay, go ahead. And do you think a plant-based diet can reverse heart heart disease Thyroid disease. Okay, actually, uh, let me just say I cannot watch those things. I can't drive me crazy. I, really I, I get upset watching them. But go ahead. I watched the first three minutes and then did a whole hour and a half podcast on it. And then everyone said that wasn't fair. You need to watch the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing, and I had two other podcasts I did on it. One with uh, a nurse practitioner who watched it also, and we critiqued the whole thing for ninety minutes. And then I had uh, the great Nina Teichels on of the book. Big Fat Surprise, and Nina and I did another 90 minutes. So I've done about four hours of podcast at uh, my podcast on that. Um, Who was the guest? Uh, Nina Teicholz, T-E-I-C-H-O-L-Z. You know Sylvia Terra? Uh, Sylvia Terra I, I sent Sylvia Terra to you guys. Okay, thank you. She, she came to me She's first, awesome. and she goes, where else can I go? I said, yeah. call Dr. Drew. And the other one, yeah. uh, oh, crap, what's her name? Kate Shanahan. Uh, Kate Shanahan. Shanahan. I sent her to, I'm, I'm doing awesome. a promo with her right now. Okay. Um, she Kate. is the real deal. If only I yeah. told Dr. Drew about Kate uh, two and a half years ago when Deep Nutrition came out. Oh, man. Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> and then he came into KBC's like, have you heard about this, Kate Shanahan? I'm going to kick your dick off. Yeah, <laughs> Drew doesn't listen when you talk. At all. Like, he just doesn't try yeah, to at yeah, all. We started bringing Kate in the studio back when I was still doing a podcast at Anna Studio. Yeah. That was like five years ago. Love Kate. Uh, you're right. She is the real deal. And, um, you know, we just, just to get back to what the health. Yeah, go ahead. I've done show after show. You know, it's vegan propaganda. It's the same people who did Cowspiracy. They're, it's it's unfounded. They are lying. Uh, all of these vegan doctors, I don't see why they have license. I'll mention some of them. Uh, Neil Bernard, um, Michael Grieger. Are uh, these MDs? These are all MDs. But you see, here's their deal, Drew. They're MDs, and they feel like they're lying for the greater good. What you have to understand is they're not into the vegan diet. They're they're basically PETA who's trying to save animals. Oh, right. So they will lie, wholesale lie, about things. And, you know, like they they went to the ADA, and they walked into this guy's office, and you got this guy with the man bun on going – I have to study right here. What do you have to say about this? It wasn't even a real study. It was a study that Neil Barnard put together. That's a piece of bullshit. Right, so, 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 so here's the deal. This is an important point, right? Which is that there's no one study that makes a discipline or makes a point of view as it pertains to something as complex as biochemistry and physiology. There's a landscape of literature, and you must familiarize yourself with all of it so you can analyze any one piece. Does that make sense? It makes I, sense, I, but, but let me let me put a finer point on what you're saying. Shouldn't the study at least be peer reviewed? No, not necessarily. But if you if it's not a peer reviewed study, you should take it with a serious grain of salt. You right. should understand it's not a peer reviewed study. Now you can look at it, and go hmm. That, uh, based on my reading of the peer reviewed literature, that's interesting. Not oh my god, that's fact. You, what you would say is 
I guess I'll keep an eye on that, see if some peer-reviewed literature, multiple studies, emerges that corroborates that. You don't you don't look at one study and say this is fill-in-the-blank anything. Right, but when you take an epidemiological study and it's not peer-reviewed and you walk was into it, the ADA it? and you say, I have this information, why are you killing people? What is that guy <laughs> supposed to do? Except go, I, I'm done. I, I can't have this conversation. I right. don't even know what you're talking. I don't know what the study yeah, have to is. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're asking me on the spot on the yeah. camera to make a decision. Yeah. So, and, and my that's, other that's favorite, by the way, a very good response, which is, let me go study the literature. And I'll, right. I'll he, he, but that's not what they're willing to do. They're, no, they're ambushing no, it's all people. Ambush, stuff. ambush everything is bad. Ambush right. Anything is bad. And the other thing that got me was they had uh, one doctor. He was an African American vegan, and. And by the way, no disrespect to veganism or, no, no, no. or PETA. Right. Let me jump in here. Let me jump here. Go on. People don't conflate the idea that the idea of having a plant, fully plant-based diet for moral reasons is very admirable. Yeah. And to, to care for uh, the welfare of animals is also is very respectful, and, 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 by the way, and I, I you, support you. You may carry don't the day. Try to, don't try to ca- yeah. convince me that I, as a homo sapien, am not supposed to eat other animals. And let me add to that. I work with vegans every day. I'm on the ground with vegans every day, and I never try to talk them out of being vegan. Sure. No, of course not. You, know, you, you have to work within the confines of what people give you to and, work and with. And let's differentiate not supposed to with shouldn't. Right. You know, I mean, those are, if, you feel, if you feel philosophically you shouldn't eat animals, okay. That's a philosophical point of view that has nothing to do with you know, our, yeah. our physiology. That, that's okay. And, and right. getting back to our original point. And, and maybe the right – I don't know. Getting back to our right original point thing. about uh, you know, heavy deadlifting. It's, it falls in kind of the same category in that whenever anybody takes these stances, uh, they're always pointing to the extremes to combat the extreme. People will say to me, don't eat 200 grams of protein a day because you should be completely plant-based or don't be completely plant-based. You need to be follow a paleolithic diet. And I go, no, the reality is is that there's balance between yes. the two that fall somewhere in the middle. And, and would we all agree? Let's just make one quick statement. Eat more plants. Not a yes. bad thing. Yeah. I, I don't Every, think anyone. I don't think plans. anyone is not yes. saying that. Yeah. But when you're going to do fear mongering, and then Netflix is going to put 90 minutes yeah. of fear mongering up. Oh my God! So many documentaries are so awful. It's, it it is. Crazy. It wasn't a real documentary. It was all just based on on blah. All right, yeah. we're going yeah. to calls. We're going to calls. Let's talk to Tony. Hello, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hey, uh, Doctor Drew, Vinny, Mike. Hey, man. Great to talk to you guys. So I had a lot of success with NSNG. I lost about 150 pounds. Cool. And wow. I was looking at kind of how to go to the next level. Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, and I got into intermittent fasting, which is basically you uh, take a window what? of time during the day and you Speaking don't eat. Of Sylvia I was Tara. wondering what you guys thought of it. Wasn't it Sylvia Terra? Is that her thing? Uh, I think it is. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. A, I'm yeah. a big fan. I'm a huge fan. It has to be uh, – it has to fall into – uh, it has to fit your lifestyle. I, I'm a big I, supporter and a big proponent of it because it flies in the face of the probably the most annoying and biggest lie that has perpetuated the fitness and nutrition media, and that is you have to eat very frequently throughout the day to keep yes. your metabolism biggest, stoked. And, and the breakfast. Do you know how that too. got started? Bill Phillips, I thought. Well, it actually got started by people like Weight Watchers because if you're giving people grains and sugar all the time, yeah. you know their ghrelin and leptin is going to keep releasing over and over, and they're going to feel hungry all the time. So they right. said, okay, since we're calorie in, calorie out, just have fewer calories but have it all day. We're going to keep you grazing like a cow, right. basically. Uh, intermittent fasting, the only problem I have with it overall is – People go into it as trickery. Now, you've been doing – he mentioned NSNG. That's a brand that's owned by me. Um, 
By the way, Drew, that's how you get rich. You come up with a brand, and then you can get rich. Good for I'm you. not there yet, but I'm getting there. Good job. Uh, so NSNG, the thing I make no money on yet, um, <laughs> is no sugars, no grains. And the bottom line is people do well. You've lost 150 pounds, but sometimes you get stuck for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And when you do get stuck for a few minutes, uh, don't use intermittent fasting as trickery to start losing weight again. It's not a panacea. Right. Exactly. You have to, you know, if you want to stop eating at 8 in the evening and start eating again at 10 in the morning, that's, that qualifies as a fast. If you have enough fat for breakfast and you're fat adapted and you can make it until dinner, that can be a fast. But don't use it as a um, What's panacea. The difference? What's the difference with trickery and, and a... Well, well no, what I think we're Vinny's trickery getting can at be, is... That, trickery can, come out, can become a lifestyle, right? No, 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 no. What you're missing is that a lot of people like... Like with, with ketogenic diets, they say, well, I'm not eating any carbs, therefore I can eat an infinite amount of calories. Oh, oh. And and what it, I think Vinny's getting at for, for Tony is that congratulations on the weight loss. Now, just because you're not eating between noon and 8, 8, or, or 8 p.m. and noon doesn't mean you can then become hypercaloric. It all still boils down to monitoring the intake. Uh, and, and, and having a fast throughout the day can help you do that. You but know? this is another point, too, though, which is that not enough is made of the differences of individual physiologies. Like, like for first right. first lady of love, for her to fast makes no sense. Makes no sense for me. Clearly, that's how I evolved in in the in whatever part of Russia. Why do you I say it makes in. no sense? Because she would drive her crazy, or because it she makes- loses weight. Automatically, yeah, and it loses too much weight. I think I feel like it would affect her. Right? Do you ever do that? Do you do fast? Re- I don't eat till noon usually. Yeah. See, I don't either. I just drink coffee. A lot of people do that. I, I don't. Do you put cream I, in your coffee? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to eat till like three or four in the afternoon because because my problem is once I start eating, I can't stop. I, my body really wants to. But like what me. do you eat when you start eating? Is it carbohydrates or I is try it? to eat plants? Try to eat yeah. plant. No, not try not to eat carbohydrates. Yeah, carbohydrate. Wait, carbohydrates. Can we on. talk about your little drinking problem? And I'm not talking about alcohol. Thank you, Coke. thank you, Tony. I listen. The Diet Coke problem. Big yeah. supported. Sure. sure. More information at leangains.com. Martin Burkhan in Sweden. Is really, in my opinion, the foremost authority on uh, intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. What's his name? Martin Burkhan. Not Sylvia Tara, who sort of worked out all the. I think she's on the worked out all the physiology. Uh, she, uh, I can't remember. You know, yeah, no, she so did. She, she's show. sort of committed to that. In fact, I've watched. Yeah. I've read some criticism of her thing of her book, and they were like, "Oh, when it gets down to it, you have to be hungry a lot of the time." It's like, <laughs> no, you don't. I'm well, never hungry. Are you? I, I'm never hungry. I am. <laughs> really? Yeah. You shouldn't be. Pretty much but, always. But, by the way, could be those Diet Cokes, and I'm not kidding. Yes. Tell me, tell me about it. I was oh. the only well, guy the way, yelling about this in the, the, the 80s, by the way. Go ahead. Drew, look, I get it. You can drink it, and it's not going to uh, change your metabolism. No. Trust me. You're, we have not evolved enough to see okay. a half of a molecule away from a sugar that's just pulling the calories out to change that much. Your brain is still registering okay. that as okay. a sugar. I see. So that's what stimulates the... Yeah. And, and it uh, there's, again, there's a lot of evidence that, of course, it doesn't affect your overall caloric intake. And so people get happy about that. And I'm not saying that drinking Diet Coke is going to make you fat. But I can guarantee you that drinking sweetened diet sodas is going to... Sweetened. Get- oh, yeah. Sugar. I mean, artificially sweet. Artificially sweet. going to make you what? Even though it's zero calories, it is going to trick your body into being more hungry for sweet stuff. That's not it's, – it's at this point – they've even shown in rats, and I know it's not predicting of humans, that they'll get an insulogenic response, even though it's calorie-free. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get to sparkling water, that kind of thing. Drew, That's go cold turkey to today. I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Cold turkey. Yeah. Drink You yes. wouldn't tell a heroin guy, oh, yeah, just no, coming no. back. No, well, you can I go to sparkling water? water? Yeah, you can yeah. do spark- – as a matter of fact, you can do uh, – there's one of them, uh, LaCroix water. Mm. Just go buy a case of that, and yeah. then you'll be off of that, and you'll – 
get a soda stream. You'll be fine. I told Drew the other day because he had his fourth Diet Coke during the radio show. I said, listen, you got to understand. Don't laugh at him. Having a Diet Soda <laughs> is, is like murdering bums. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you just do it every once in a while. You can't be doing it every day. Okay, right, take enough. another question. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, I don't know how this weird um, There's a little bit of a mouse like... works. So eventually we will talk to Paul from Palm Springs. But again, if you're interested <laughs> in intermittent fasting and really devoting yourself to that lifestyle, Martin Burkhan at leangains.com. He is the guy who's really been at the forefront of that and penned down how to do it without. By the way, you know what manages my appetite more than anything is distance running. Dramatically changes my appetite. It will. It will. But in, in a good in the, way. In the in long run, run, it will. In the long run, yeah. it'll make you starving. No. Yes. Well, that, there's well, no, that's science. Well, it a, not, and a, aerobic activity in the long term thoroughly increases uh, your active hunger. Not if you stand zone two because you're just going to burn fat. It's not going to get into your, your sugars. Can you get the collar? I'm okay, trying. Collar, I, mean, yeah. I don't know what else to press besides this mouse button. He keeps, he keeps pressing it's something. Go, come, it around, come around. Hello, Paul. There we go. Hey, Paul. Hey. You live, everybody. You live. live. Hey, now. How's it going? Good. Um, <laughs> Mike Catherwood, I know I've talked to you on Instagram before about this, and I just want to take a doctor's approach. On uh, antidepressants and OCD, um, I'm 26 years old, and I recently saw a psychiatrist um, about, well, re- recently, like three years ago, mm-hmm. um, for a panic attack that I had, and uh, he said it was anxiety and all this other stuff. Uh, he put me on Ativan for a while, which Ooh. was whatever, mm-hmm. um, but now he wants to try out an antidepressant, mm-hmm. and that's that would be Celexa. Okay. 10 milligrams, and I just wanted to see how does these antidepressants really work when it comes to OCD? They, uh, You were kind of all over the place with your questions, so let me just sort of try to r- dial in a little bit. Not a fan of lorazepam okay. or Ativan for panic and anxiety. As, as a single, like uh, something to drop in in the middle of a panic attack, yes, it's good, but something to take chronically – can kind of make things worse sometimes. So for you know very short periods of time, the hidden epidemic in this country is the benzodiazepine. That, that is something that's going to come out. Just like I said, the opiate the thing. Opiate I'm telling thing. you this yeah. one. You're going to hear about this one eventually too. Uh, so be very, very, very careful. Chris Cornell is dead because of that medication, period, end of story. Now for drug addicts especially, it's a very problematic issue. Can you explain and, that, Drew? How, you know, the Chris Cornell thing? Uh, what, what happens? What causes... His thing was a little complicated, but except to say that uh, addicts uh, get momentum with this drug very easily. I'm a layperson. I I know nothing about this. It's a Valium-like drug. Uh, It causes respiratory depression when combined with opioids. When somebody dies of a a prescription opioid addiction, it's nearly always with a benzodiazepine. It's that combination that's deadly. It's a you know it's like Ambien and Valium. It's a it's a good medication, but used in the wrong setting can have horrible consequences. And addicts tend to get more panic, more anxiety, more withdrawal, more craving, more desperation oftentimes during the day. And so they'll take a little more than they should, and then their disease starts to kick in. Their addiction kicks in very quickly, and so their thinking gets distorted. They start thinking about using other things. The, you know, the disease of addiction is a th- at its core stinking thinking. The thinking gets distorted, and people don't appreciate that. Motivational priorities change, and they get into that state – and then lots of things start to happen. They start, you know, obfuscating and lying and getting more from their doctor than they should, and it kind of escalates. In Chris's case, I'm not sure he was taking much more than he should have. By the way, it, that right. shows you how even in moderately 
you know, out of line use, it can get, have de- horrible. So these are really dangerous drugs. They're dangerous. They're powerful. Use long term, they're dangerous. So this guy on the phone. So uh, so how, no how do no you so so this? he so he wants to start with Dexalexa, which is an SSRI, it's serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which is actually a safer, better way to treat panic and anxiety. They chose Selexa for you because of its effect on panic, per se. Uh, it's not typically the drug we use with OCD. OCD is more in the Prozac zone, a little more powerful SSRI. And OCD, while it's very effectively treated with SSRI, um, it usually requires a high dose of SSRI, and people sort of don't like that. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, there are other ways of treating. I did a, a podcast, the Dr. Drew podcast, with Elizabeth McIngale about these kinds of things uh, where she talks about the behavioral – there are sort of exposure therapies and things like that you can look at. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. I, I don't like the idea of somebody just sending you on your way with a medication. You, know, you have OCD. Goodbye. But Drew, let, let me ask. I have OCD, obviously. Mike has it I do here. Too. You know, yeah. we, we all have, yeah. six, my buddy How, Howie Mandel is famously oh. yeah, well, he, had, he, was, he was disabled by it for a while. Yes, but we're all successful people. So well, it has we, advantages. we can use this. It has advantages. But when it gets out of control, Vinny, trust me, it can get really unpleasant. How? Explain it because I've always, I, I guess, and you look at Mike and me and and you, uh, we all use it and become successful. It, it much like panic, the way I think about it. You know, panic. You ever had a panic attack? Twice in my life. Okay. Once in a strip joint. Okay, literally. I hear you. A little too much I'm cheese. A little too much cheese on the taco. <laughs> Maybe no? a little too much. <laughs> oh my god! It was when I first moved to LA. I was in a strip joint in the valley with a buddy, and I, I'm sitting there looking at the stripper and thinking What's to myself, "What? What did I just do to my life? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just moved across yeah. country. I've. Seen, yeah, you know, I what am that. I doing? So <laughs> you know, you know, how panic has a momentum to it. OCD kind of has that too. It's like a circuit that gets going, and once you get going, it sort of builds and builds and builds. You have to disrupt that circuit various ways. That's sort of a very loose way of describing this. Um, but like uh, like narcissism, you say it can be effective until it gets out of control. Right, and so when it's and much like anxiety, which yeah. can keep you vigilant and on top of things and be useful. It can get out of control. And one of the – I will just share with you one of the most unpleasant uh, things that I've, I see from in men. I've seen this case 50 times, uh, which is the patient comes in. He goes, my penis is shiny and it's bugging me. It's bothering me. It's uncomfortable. It's shiny. The skin is not right. There's an f- infection there. They've seen five dermatologists, five urologists, and it's uncomfortable. It's hurting me. It's by, And they're just preoccupied, 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 preoccupied. And and I and I do some mental status stuff on them, and you realize they're anxious and they have OCD features, and that with a like fifty milligrams of Zoloft stops, like boom. And they've seen thirty doctors. What if and, they've bejeweled their cock? Nobody ever. Mm-hmm. Don't use that word on Facebook Live. Sorry, I was talking and about so, a rooster. And so and so um, <laughs> and so it's it's shocking to me that all the urologists go. I'm sorry, you don't. You don't you, they, and they treat them as urethritis and prostatitis and local fungal infections on their skin. And and because they've been sort of looking at it, it does get a little shiny and irritated. I was going to say and, uh, shiny penis. Yeah, is well, never, that's the kind of thing they they preoccupy shiny or irritated. That was my original radio but, name. But the, but <laughs> but you understand, there's a lot of neural neuronal material connecting these areas up, and so that's part it gets hooked so into the system. Yeah, it's just and, like it's just like every meth. And, it's like every tweaker. They always have the same. That's right. Like weird kind of. Complaints. Psychosis. Yeah, it's all. There's weird. bugs in my arms. There is bugs in my arm. Like glass arms, bugs them. in my arm, or the um, the neighbors of are thinking about me, sending me messages. Blah blah blah. It's always the same. Always, always family, coworkers, friends, neighbors, that kind of thing. Conan O'Brien. Wow. With, Conan uh, with O'Brien cocaine, cocaine, the cocaine psychosis. It's always uniformed officers. Always, always. I, f- I hope I get really? more successful yeah. in my career so I could tell Conan O'Brien the Conan O'Brien story. 
about <laughs> yeah. how I took apart a TV because he was talking to me. In a, in a meth. In meth psychosis. psychosis. Really? Yeah. yeah. I so, took apart an entire television. So the point being to our friend. I'm not mechanical <laughs> Wait, at hang all. on, Drew. Yeah. You took it apart because you thought Conan O'Brien was- I was positive was... Conan O'Brien was talking to me. And, and in that, the TV. In order to get the real messages, I had to uh, to uncode the, the cryptic was messages. Was he on TV at the time? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's Conan O'Brien. Yeah, let me, uh, later on today, we've got, uh, you know, Heather Locklear is going to be our guest. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, you're, no, I hear- <laughs> What does I that get, mean? I get the messages. Did anyone ever tell you you're Jay Leno and you're Conan O'Brien? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just Jay Leno. It so, was a bit so, Leno-esque. So to get back to our caller, so so he may have some very important reason to be taking that selection, right. and it can in- interrupt this whole circuitry and be useful. You know, fast but how do you know when to get off? I mean, you, well, that's, to this that's, guy, well, that's why I said, Vinny. That's why I don't like that idea. They went, "Here's your medicine. Goodbye." You know, it, it, there right. should be some behavioral stuff, some exposure therapies talked about. It's it's an art thing. It's a navigation. Yeah. That, you know, the- medical management is a navigation. It's not a digital yeah. moment. It's not a. That's a great right. and now like yeah. a great way to to put it. Yeah. Because um, I mean, at least, and I've had a pretty good luck with SSRIs. But for me, even it was it was a uh, it was a journey. You have to really trust your doctor and and work with him or her. But if you had just gone in to go fix me and I'm out of here, right? It would impossible. There, yeah, no chance. Uh, hello, Tony. Is that me? Yes, yep. sir. Are you named Tony? Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How goes it? Great, sir. A long time uh, waiting to talk to you guys. Uh, celebrating six years, eight months, and Congratulations. today. Congratulations, cool. dude. Wow. Good good boy. Nice. Job. Rudy Clap. You live, you guys. You uh, live, man. Take a cake for us. He's got another four <laughs> months, Drew. He can't take a cake before he's six. I thought you said today is six years. No, he said six years, eight months. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I beg you you want him to take I, a cake before Wow, I just heard the six years. That's Come crazy. on, Drew. Okay, got it. Four months from now. Right. <laughs> What Six up? years, eight months, plus whatever today is, the 19th or 20th day. Got it. So, Fantastic. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, I'm back and forth uh, from Oregon to Nevada, uh, back to Oregon to Nevada in my recovery. Um, just uh, taking off wild stints. One, my first time with just a couple hundred bucks in my pocket, and right now I'm looking at um, leaving another town to come back to california and i just wanted to get you guys take on what you thought I, i'm not trying to understand the question are you guys hearing it he's moving around a lot is it is I, and your take I, why are you moving so much maybe that's the question no i just uh i want to i want to make sure before i head back to vegas uh if i got an opportunity to come to cali you know what i think as far as recovery just Tons, tons, of, tons of recovery here. Depends of, on what part of California. Yeah, tons of recovery in Southern California. Uh, so that was the question. Uh, like this spot is Oxnard. It's a room in a guy's house. I've never met Craigslist, you know. And um, I was actually posting to him when uh, I got your guys' feed from Facebook, and I just thought I'd call. Here's, in here's see my what, okay. See here's what here's my advice. What do you have waiting for you in Las Vegas? Do you have family and friends and a support network? I have uh, just the opportunity. I'm going there to uh, to live and just the same okay. thing. I have. Listen, know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend going. I wouldn't recommend going to live with some dude that you've never met in Oxnard in a one bedroom just because. Nor would I recommend going back to Vegas just because. Go to the place where you feel the most comfortable and supported, and you feel like you have the most strength. To continue with recovery, and, and Oxnard's got plenty of recovery. Yeah, Oxnard. Yeah. The, the, Oxnard. The whole uh, Ventura County is really great for that. That, uh, but, but I think you're looking at 
the end of the race to d- to dictate which race to run. Right. And I'm thinking, just try to find the right running shoes. Stay in the today. Wow. Stay in the Thank you, sir. Yeah. Wow. Amazing, I just, right? I Amazing. love that. That's why he's here. That's right. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, Paul. All right. Thank you, dude. Um, you live. You live, man. Vinny, I have I have one question for you when it comes to uh, a client and and staying healthy in a, in a long term basis. How much do you recommend? Because I, I do agree with you completely, and I think you're giving great advice as far as staying in zone two, uh, and you can do that pretty much as much as you want. Um, but then, how much should you work in, say, high le- higher interval training and and weight tra- resistance training to kind of balance it out, mitochondrial health, all that stuff, all the good to get a well rounded, long term view of health. What what would be like an ideal breakdown, roughly, of you know, say a a, a training routine? Yeah, you know, several days a week on aerobic activity. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you do it. You can do an aerobic. So that what a several mean, three, four, uh, three at least. Yeah, you 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 just want to stimulate that muscle, so to speak. Uh, the same with um, with uh, and we're just talking about a regular person. We're not talking about someone that's trying to get a regular person, but a regular person that wants to really look good. Not right. I mean, but yes, not a fitness model, not a professional NFL player. Right, average guy in gal that's listening to this that says, "I don't want to grow older looking sh- like poo poo. I want to grow older looking uh, like optimizing. Vinny." Optimizing, optimizing. Yeah, so uh, with the weightlifting, you're going to have to go four or five days a week. Six would be optimal mm-hmm. with weightlifting, and it doesn't have to be a long time. It, you know, if you're doing the the um, the you know uh, squats and lunges or you know a- any of the uh, compound movements, you can walk in and just do bench press and shoulder press and walk out. That's a day. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do the long form you know routine and right. whole thing. So if you do one day of push, one day of pull, one day of legs, and then go back to push, pull, legs again, that's six days a week. Right. And, again, you don't have to be a gym rat. I'm not a gym rat. You know, I, just, I go in 30 minutes. I keep, I, I keep it in my garage and I do 30 minutes. Yeah, but you, you're obviously doing something with your biceps and triceps, Drew. That's genetic, he says. That, that's, yeah. his, that's his yeah, I do, big time body I do part. two sets of biceps so and That's fine. But you see, and look at him. He's 60 years old next month, yeah. and he's stimulating. A lot of beating off, First of all, how dare you? Now, to how get to you? the third thing that you said, take it easy, Drew. Um, the, uh, the high-intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a thing where people are lying. If you think you could do that every day, you're lying to right. yourself. Right, no one should. And, and But a lot of people are. Yeah. You know, And I see a lot of people getting hurt doing that, and you can't stimulate – you can't hit that nerve every day. You know, if you hit that once a week, twice a week, twice yeah. a week is a lot. It, you know, going back to the Lance Armstrong thing, those guys never did high, uh, interval training more than once a week in the highest part of their season. And these are guys that are pulling wattage at a, a continuous oh, rate that we can only dream taking drugs. Yeah, yeah. And they still can't pull it off. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you're looking at that. And if you look at the Tour de France and how they set up the mountain stages versus you can't hit those mountains every day and get these guys to do it every day. They right. have to split it up a bit. So give also some basic dietary recommendations. We're going to have to wrap up in a couple minutes here. Uh, by want, the way, anything on Facebook, Susan, let us know. But go ahead. Yeah, you want to do everything percentage-wise. You know, I hate when people start with the grams. Uh, I know bodybuilders will do the, hey, bro, you got to have one gram per pound of lean body mass or 1.5 grams. Yeah, you could be at a half a gram and of protein and still get by. So I always tell people percentage-wise, if you're getting at least 50% fat, 20 to 25% protein, and the rest in vegetables, as I like to call it. So no carbohydrates. Fine. No Carbohydrates, but in the form of vegetables and some fruit. Um, but, yeah, people, a plant-based carbohydrate is going to, you know, a starchier 
source. That's like, like people think. What, what are, we, are we talking about sweet potato? Are we sweet talking potato, about ca- carrots? Sweet potato is a great different. one. Carrots a great one. Yeah. They're, yeah, they they're, are. They're, they're, they're both, all fine. Yeah. But but people get this notion that a, car, a carb is a carb is a carb, and, and it, of it's course not. isn't true. I mean, it's not even in fruit. You is know, that because of the, wait? Hang on a second. Is that because of the fiber content, or is that because of the concentration of both? There's, both. There, there's, you're going to get some sources. A a, a, um, a squash, for instance, that has forty to fifty grams in a, in a hundred gram serving. Has almost like one two grams of sugar, but there's going to be four or five grams of carbo of uh, fiber. That, that I mean, that's going to affect your stomach and your digestion rate and your metabolism in a completely different way than a slice of or a tortilla. Yeah. You know, yeah, which is just a concentrated you know, the tortilla. Say it again. A concentrated so, sugar, a concentrated yeah, carbon. Yeah, 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 because you yeah. you don't want to get you know even you know Dr. Robert Lustig talks about you. You guys should have Lustig on the yeah, show. The guy's the well, pharmacist. when the Soul Patrol gets happening, we will do that. Yeah, he he's a great source. And by the way, if you lo- want Soul Patrol, send First Lady of Love information about how much you like it and would like that kind of thing. You just what, said what, Soul Patrol. Like. I got about Patrol. I got about I put up one Soul Patrol picture yesterday. I got about 150 people that are like, when can I download it? Okay. Well, cool. this, this is the beginning of that. Um, anything on Facebook before we wrap this thing up? Nope. Okay. There it is. Um, again, Vinny, I want. I don't feel like the, I, the average person would quite get what you were saying there about sugars versus uh, versus uh, vegetable. So let's you talk give, about give it. Give us something a little more specific. A- ask yeah. me you the know, question because I'm not how much fruit? How much fruit? Uh, as little as possible. Meaning, no, first okay. of all, no fruit juice. No. Fruit juice no. is completely yeah. out. That's yeah. a glass uh, of sugar. You like well an, have an apple a day is okay. You can have an apple, but you know, it, it, it comes to it depends. Don't have bananas ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it's look, high sugar, right? Yeah, any yeah. of the tropical fruit. You stay away yeah. from bananas, yeah. pineapples, yeah. papayas, all of that. You want to stick closest to berries and cherries. If you want to go off the reservation a bit, you can have pears and apples. That's and, and, fine. And vegetable, you want to stay towards the high fiber. Cruciferous. You want to stay on the broccoli, cruciferous. Yeah, broccoli, red, cauliflower, uh, Brussels sprouts. Uh, Some carrots. Some sweet potato, right? Yeah, no you got to earn those, though. I mean, that's I. I don't. I know Vinny likes to break it down into percentages, and I think that that's the best way to go about it. But you, honestly, how many of us, myself included, are doing anything that you absolutely dictate? It dictates your behavior. Dictates that you need this concentrated source of carbohydrates. Very few of us. If you're out there and you're training for an MMA fight, okay, go eat your <laughs> bunch of bananas and your sweet potatoes. Yeah. But in reality, if you eat broccoli and spinach and a nice cut of, of lean protein every meal, you'll be fine. You will be Trust fine. me. Yeah, people. Right. And, and by the way, just just to put a final point on it, yeah. I know we have to go, but Drew, the, the bottom line is you say, well, is a carrot okay? And I'll say yes. Is an apple okay? Yes. Is sweet potato okay? Yes. People who hear that and conflate it and go, well, I can have an apple, a sweet potato, and a banana, every, you know, or whatever. And it, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. I, so there you go. So limit it. Was right. that about sweet potato we ate yesterday okay? Oh, I, probably too much for me. Yeah. But it was a special yeah. occasion. Yeah. It was a little bit of – that's what I thought. It seemed like a lot Life of Life into But it was really good. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for supporting the uh, podcast and supporting the people who support the podcast. Fitness Confidential podcast. Yes. Fitness Confidential, Vinny the book. Tartarich. Go see him. Find him at Corolla Network. Find him. Yes, the website I'm, I'm is everywhere. VinnyTortoreese.com. Uh, yes. right. And we will see you next time. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew podcast, the This Life podcast, and the Adam and Drew podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's news. 
We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.